Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm Shawnee Constant, and I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Bean. Keyfabe, motherfucker. Keyfabe, motherfucker. We are basking in the glory. In the glory. Of the opulent Russell Palace. Chandelier. Russell Palace. Like he's fight prison style, dude. Boom <laughs> shakaloo. The scariest of all clowns. Murder clown. It's like we've said uh, previously on the show. Mira. I'm fat. You got a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's covered drinking. Bob Burr's got a big old neck. It's a work. It's a work. And this is the one. Hey, everybody, he's Shawnee Constant. Hey, I'm struggling. And I'm Mr. Bean, and you're uh, joined once again by uh, Erica Bennis for another episode of the One Fall Show. Hey, everybody. Yes. Two men with a gut full of fear. There we go. And Erica Bennis. And Erica Bennis, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are there any... Actually, no, you have Tina Turner on there. Somewhere in here, yeah. What is, is it this one? He's bad. He's no, beautiful. He's crazy. Oh, just the Thunderdome one. Welcome to another edition of Thunderdome. That's there probably the one we should have started off with. Yeah, that. maybe. Oh well, <laughs> this this batch of this batch of drops may be a bust, but that's just the way it's going to go sometimes. Right? Don't worry, we've still got Darby Allen. I like turtles, and we've still Aww. got Vince McMahon. Don't talk to me; I'm on my popcorn break. <laughs> so everything is going ahead smoothly. But we wanted to have Erica back in because we are about three weeks into AEW. Yes, and uh, I think all three of us are really enjoying the show. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and so when I appeared on uh, Nerd Radio recently on the uh, Jackass with a Sword Tattoo episode, right? If people want to find it. Erica was on, and she said that they are an AEW house. Yeah, yep. that's very true. And it turns out that I am also an AEW See? house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Perfect. It's been so long since we've had like legitimate options yes. as far as it comes. Like you, you could watch Impact Wrestling, or you could stay up till two in the morning on Saturdays and watch Ring of Honor or something like that. But now you've got like a prime time head to head option on Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. And you know, before we get into AEW again, I want to say I, I just started watching. Um, NWA online. Okay. Um, what have you thought? I enjoy it. I enjoy it too. I I I like the uh, the charming production value. Absolutely. It's it, like it, at first I'm like this is a joke, right? Because like, it feels like a small studio. Well, it is. It's like the original studio, and you see like their setup, like the way that the crowd is situated, the way that like Cornette and who's the other guy who's on commentary? I don't know. That yeah, it doesn't matter. Jim Cornette is on commentary. Yeah, not <laughs> Everybody else is second fiddle. Jim Cornette and not Jim Cornette. Right. Uh, and they're like, like just like, Do you see this suit I'm wearing? There you go. <laughs> they're like spitting distance from the ring and yeah. like the interview area. It's, it's hilarious. I love it. Cornette wears a very nice suit 
it may be the same suit in the first two episodes. I'm excited to watch episode three just to see, see if he's still suit. wearing the same suit. Well, they could just film a whole bunch of them at once. That may be the case, although or I, I do just... watch the people in the front row and they're different. Oh, okay. So at least they shuffle them around. You're, you're right. <laughs> or at least they're smart enough to like bring like different people who are wearing like different outfits. Like you, you got to bring two different shirts because we're filming them all in one day. But not Jim Cornette. He just brought the same yeah, suit. He's like, no, this is me. Uh, their theme song, Dawkins Into the Fire. Yeah. Very, very strong. I'm like, oh, man. I'm, I'm so glad Billy coordinated the rights on that one. That's the, Yeah, that's the thing I remember clearly from when he spent some time with Impact Wrestling is suddenly Rosemary was coming out to a Marilyn Manson song. So, like, he being in the music industry is very capable and willing to be like, why don't we just buy the rights to this song? Just to use it. Yeah, and he's like, we're not going to have to worry about the rights 10 years from Vince McMahon's going to buy all the tapes up anyway. We'll let him worry about the <laughs> fucking music. <laughs> right. True. Right, for sure. But wrestling-wise, like, you, you guys have both you, you enjoyed the show. Oh, yeah. Like, I, like I, it's been fair enough. I mean, it, it hasn't lived up to other options, but I, I just like that it's... I like the fact that it, it, it simply exists. Agreed. It's very different, right? It's yeah. it's classic looking. Um, I think they nailed the classic kitsch without making it kitschy. Okay. You know, they brought, like, the first episode, very white, very old, very fat. We saw a lot of those guys <laughs> getting beat up by the younger, spryer <laughs> um, talent. And I think He's that was the Death on foot! <laughs> That, that one I put aside for when someone does a low blow. Oh, He's fair enough. He's the cracker. For the Shinsuke Nakamura yes, uppercuts. exactly, yes. Right. Yes. But, uh, I, I, and, but we're seeing a transition into to newer, younger faces that I'm assuming are the ones that are going to get the push going on. But I, I really love the in-studio promos. Because yes. it makes you be on your game. With a 15,000-seat uh, arena, you know, I hate to bag on Rollins because that's what everyone is doing these days. <laughs> sure. But when he comes out, he can come out there and give a stilted, clumsy, uh, memorized script and it doesn't matter. But when you see someone come in, like when uh, when Mizdow showed up and he's like, hey, maybe you know I've been working on my acting for the past two years. Let me give the worst promo of anyone on the show. <laughs> uh, you bait the hook, you throw it out, and then you reel them in real it, slow. It's really noticeable. And the people who are good on the mic, it's also really noticeable. Because right. one heckler in that room can blow you up, right? <laughs> yeah, if one true. jerk off decides that he's going to yell, hey, you suck, like your concentration's broken. Right. And I think that's really fascinating. And I think that it's going to build some great promo guys. WWE system prevents great promos because it's so scripted. And which is so counterintuitive considering the fact that they have a promo class. Right. In yeah, NXT right. And like a whole like studio where people can practice their promos. No. So that so that once you leave the performance center, you no longer have to use any of those talents whatsoever. It, it's it's never made any sense. Do I look like I care? <laughs> I don't. I derailed you. Excellent. <laughs> like, and we're done. No, the thing the thing I'm most interested in is like inevitably in you know 2019 2020, there's gonna be somebody that comes into NWA that wrestles in a way Jim Cornette does not like. Yes. And like how long, like that's when you find out is Jim Cornette playing a character, the Jim Cornette character specifically for NWA and is not going to go off on this person and kind of toe the company line. Or is he just going to go full board Jim Cornette? 
Yeah, I think that's time's going to tell, right? And and again, by starting with essentially a very old style of wrestler and wrestling, we don't know yet. And I think it's going to be fun to see how it peels back. You know, you start at a very, a very recognizable and ancient, essentially, sure. <laughs> style of presentation. And so every new little wrinkle that's added is going to be very noticeable. And I think that's very, very smart. It's 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 interesting because the in-ring work is, you know, uh, you're not seeing a lot of aerial action. It's not a high spots uh, promotion, clearly. Right. I think that's also very smart. I like the really tight, short matches. I think that's pretty neat. Absolutely. This format works for them quite well. It'll be interesting to see, uh, again, how different are they three six nine weeks from now as we watch it from week to week and i plan to and the thing that's also fascinating this is on youtube right yes. this yes. is not a televised product so you're taking a very old school nostalgic product and sticking it on a modern format mm -hmm. so i mean on one hand people that are looking for that particular product they you know can go to but like how many like if if my dad were still around today and I was like, hey, you want to watch some old style wrestling or something like that? He doesn't know what YouTube is. Mm. He's not going to be able to find it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many of the ancient fans in Atlanta who are right. watching on TBS. But thankfully, they can, uh, you know, they can go to where, wherever they're filming it. And yeah, be part of that, they don't have to watch it. That <laughs> tiny, <laughs> tiny crowd. Fighting leads to killing. And no, killing no, gets no, to war. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was damn near the death of us all. You want to talk about Darby Allen? I know what that one is. Oh, I like turtles. <laughs> he does like turtles. So, Darby Allen, you're uh, dressed up like a zombie, huh? You I like, like zombie? turtles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. He likes skateboards. Yes. He apparently likes uh, falling on his back from any height. Now, what is this? This this back talk. Is this from uh, the episode? Well, from, from from live performance. Well, it's from uh, last uh, last week's uh, episode where he's fighting Chris Jericho. Oh, no one he even mentioned this back. I, I don't. I've forgotten already. He, That's he took my... some some like didn't he take a power bomb well, sideways on the apron or something? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's done like great like the coffin drop. Where right. He'll just fling himself backwards like he did it at. Oh, was it the pay per view with Cody? Yeah. I. It, yeah. It was at Double or Nothing. Uh, and where he just like spying first on like the edge of of um of the, 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 the perimeter of the ring. It's just like the what? hardest part. Yeah, yeah right. I'm like, like why? Kid? I like turtles. That's why. I, I guess <laughs> he wants to move like one eventually. How great was it on uh, that? Like within 24 hours on Twitter, somebody had taken the clip of Chris Jericho trying to ride the skateboard and put like the Tony Hawk stuff underneath it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't so it see looked this. like he was doing a trick. <laughs> <laughs> It's fantastic. I did what, like the skateboard as a as a foreign object, though. How do you you how I, maybe we talked about this last week? How do you work a skateboard? Well, you just Jesus cut Christ it across the middle so that you can crack it in half. <laughs> there's there's metal and there's wheels on that thing. Like you, Jesus. Unless you're gonna swing it like Triple H's sledgehammer. Well, in um, All Out, you, he had the thumbtacks on the bottom of it. Oh my God! Like yeah, and then he took like a, a jump. Onto uh, Joey Janela's back. Ah, that Jesus. makes sense. Jesus, um, it was frightening. It was oh. Joey oh. Janela will just like take. He's the new Mick Foley. He'll just take kind the of. worst bump possible as often as he can. Definitely a lot of Jeff Hardy in there. Yeah, he is not going to be. He's going to be getting DUI after DUI not too long from now. Yeah, Kabowie! every time. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the Who's the woman who comes with? She's been around uh, Penelope. Yeah, well, they 
were in real life a couple. They're no longer uh, together. Okay. Uh, and and once they kind of broke up uh, off screen, then their relationship on screen kind of ended too. Oh. Because, uh, you know, awkward. Yeah, uh, right. But like she like started, like I guess, shacking up with another wrestler on the roster already, uh, Kip Sabian, who is the polar opposite of Joey Janela, both wrestling style and uh, physical appearance. Mm, right. He's a very pretty man. It's like, okay, I I see how it is. <laughs> did you guys yes. did you guys hear over the weekend, not to divert too far from AW, did you hear where Joey Ryan has ended up? Yes. He yeah, signed a multi-year deal with Impact Wrestling. I think that's, it's, okay. And my husband and I talked about this recently. Impact has low-key built up a decent roster and, like, few of us have really noticed. Right. Uh, and and Joey, Joey Ryan is yet another one. Um, but he was able to do Impact and yet keep all of his bar wrestling stuff and sure. keep all of his indie dates. So, like, he, you know, I mean, you can't blame the guy for wanting to make as much money as humanly possible. Uh, and he's going to make good money at those indie shows from, like, meet and greets and stuff. So, right. I mean, he's he wanted it all. And he's got it. That's very interesting. I hadn't considered that bar wrestling might be part of the issue in terms of who he was going to sign with. Well, I mean, he runs the show. I mean, that's his promotion. Um, and I mean, you figure if he's probably signed with AEW, he, you know, they would have wanted him to like let it go, and then he would have been just like strictly their guy, and he mm-hmm. couldn't work any any indie gigs. And he likes it so. It's a very interesting decision. I think it's optimistic to think that Impact Wrestling will be around for multiple years. But I still yeah, think right. that the biggest loser out of this whole shuffling is Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yes. Anyone who's still uh, on a Ring of Honor contract in two years probably should find other work because and they just kind of, allowed themselves to be pillaged. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of sad to think about the history of Ring of Honor, too, like how many talents have gone through Ring of Honor that have ended up, you know, either making the big time or, you know, even now have ended up being something like you look at somebody like uh hangman adam adam page mm-hmm. yeah yep. yeah and like he was kind of he was in the ring of honor stuff along with uh adam cole which was extremely confusing when both of them were bullet club alumni right. <laughs> but you you had both one's of them giant one's tiny right and then you had the what's the the villain marty scroll yeah, Marty Skrull's yes still there. he's still right. there but i think he's pretty much just had a contract that was ending within the next year from now. Right. And so he was just like, hey, I'm just going to be a good soldier, do, and then he's going to appear, and I'll be shocked if he's not an AEW signing immediately. And that's the thing about Joey Ryan that I found kind of interesting that he went to Impact. Like you said, it was part of, was so that he could keep all his indie dates. I just took it for granted that if you were in AEW, they were still willing to play ball as far as like, hey, I've got this indie date here and I got to do this show and I'm going over to Japan to do something over here. I, I just took it as as granted. Yeah, that's just, I, I'd really love to hear the details of that, why he didn't end up at AEW, because it seemed like what was going to happen. I think Joey Janela, he's got um, GCW, isn't that Joey Janela's uh, promotion? I think it is. And um, we're seeing people... I'm sure we're going to see people from the AEW roster doing other things. I know we right. ran into problems with with, uh, with Pac. Pac and Pac Moxley. And Moxley. Yeah. Yep. Moxley's was more because there was a storm pulling in, and they were afraid he literally wouldn't be able to get back to the United States in time, is what it sounds like. Now, whether right. or not what we're hearing from backstage, it could be very different. I mean, uh, they could just be back there eating popcorn and telling people that don't they don't Don't talk care. to me. I'm on my popcorn break. <laughs> I caught that. 
Excellent. I, I got your cue. Well, it wasn't <laughs> subtle. No. No, it's not a subtle week. This this week is not great. I didn't uh, I didn't eat my weed until just before the show started, oh, so it's not going to kick in for another until about the time we're wrapping up. Oh, delightful. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, we we're all pretty high in the AEW product. Where do we all stand right now as far as WWE is concerned? I haven't watched in weeks. I stopped watching too. Like any any of the shows whatsoever. Not a, yeah. not a damn thing. Cuz I know that they've they very quickly uh, and handily made Monday Night Raw. It went from appointment viewing to if I have absolutely anything else to do on Mondays, I can skip it. Yeah. Which is what SmackDown kind of was for years. It was the B show, and now Raw is very obviously the B show. But at the same time, SmackDown's got, it's got stuff, but you got to kind of weed through some garbage to find it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like SmackDown too, and like from what I've seen, and you guys can maybe confirm. It's just they're they're doing the thing where they're cross promoting so much mm-hmm. and they're incorporating and like I get it you want it to be more sport like you're incorporating it into the Fox Sports brand so like you're seeing like Joe Buck show up on on the right. show it's like no <laughs> I don't want to see Joe Buck on no. wrestling people it does who watch feel football really and baseball don't want to see Joe Buck exactly so it's just I don't know I mean it it, it hasn't. It hasn't moved me. Do you see this suit I'm wearing? That's, you know, that's what they, that's, Joe Buck's wearing a nice suit. Yeah. That's why they want to have him on. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but, like, my, I'm sorry, my, and this, God, this is going to sound pretentious as fuck, but, like, I, my time is valuable. Like, I'm not sure. just going to, like, give you two hours of my life just because I used to watch you. Like, if you're not good, I'm not going to watch you. No, I'm very. I'm much more excited to watch tonight. I'll be watching AEW Dark as yes. we record, and uh, and also the new uh, NWA Power. Right. And I have Raw on the DVR. I popped into it late, uh, probably about ten o'clock. So it had been on for a couple hours. I thought I'll, I'll fast forward through, watch some stuff. And the matches I'm seeing are the same matches we've already seen. It looks like they're rebooting Alistair again with long promos. What? And I'm like, I as just... long as they don't stick him in a room uh, for four months, I, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> At least let people see him. Put him out in the ring. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's it. it for me, it feels like a. And we had we had complained about how it felt like something was broken when we didn't have comparison, and now yeah. we've got comparison, and it just seems so obvious to me that it's broken. Yeah. I don't get any thrill out of the experience. I'm just following along so I can talk about it, and right. that's not fun. That's not going to be fun for people to listen to. That's not going to be fun for me to sit through. It's really not worthwhile for me on that well, level. Well, and I think if, if anything, uh, if anything is truly sad about the WWE side of the product, is that putting NXT up against AEW on Wednesday nights has really, for a lot of fans, it's fallen through the cracks. Like they put on some fucking killer episodes of NXT, mm-hmm. knowing that they had competition to go up against, but everyone's very focused on the new the new toy mm-hmm. because we want to see how this works. Right. Right, and I, I feel like it's important to get behind the new toy. Absolutely. And make sure it has enough ratings and, and make sure it lasts. But at the same time, like I feel like they've been booking NXT like every week as if it's like another takeover. They're, I feel like they're trying they're they're trying too hard with all of these title matches. It's just like just book a show like right. you would. Like like it you you can't just give people title match after title match and big match after big match. You have to have just shows yeah because eventually when you do get to a takeover like what can you give me that's above what you've been giving me right 
It's just, I, I feel like the, the pressure's on. I don't, <sighs> big mistake in putting NXT on, on Wednesday nights. Because I feel, I feel like the, the product is going to suffer as a result. Yeah, and I would definitely, if it was on a different night, I would be watching it. Where it ends up on my DVR, I'm so excited and spent when AEW is over. If I do happen to put NXT on, it feels flat and boring to me, which it never has. Right. And I'm sure it is not. But if it was on a different night where I'm not having to taste two distinctly different flavors, I probably would still be loving NXT. But it just ends up falling away on my DVR, and I'm not that uh, interested in it. I'm more interested in finding bad drops. <laughs> oh, you mean like this one here? Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls, dying times here. I certainly hope not. I certainly, <laughs> that's the the thing that uh, makes me saddest about NXT. You fool! You weren't supposed to press that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that makes me saddest about NXT. Kind of playing second fiddle is that at this moment in history, every member of the Undisputed Era has a title. Right. And it should be. And it's it, one of those it, like I hope. You know, two months from now, they're like, well, people don't give a fuck about the Undisputed Era, so let's just get rid of that. And it's like, no, that's not the point. That's not it. That's that's not the problem here. We're actually, we love the Undisputed Era, but we have other things to do on Wednesday nights. Mm -hmm. There's too too much WWE wrestling. Right. It's wait. It's too much. I can't. I can't. Too much and too flat. They just burn through all the interesting stories way too quick. They don't give anyone a chance to be themselves. Yeah. So they're all acting within a narrow bandwidth of whatever the the script system is there. It's bad news. Bad news. And we're, you know, as far as WWE is concerned, we're staring down the barrel of a second crown jewel. And like last year, last year it was a matter of, well, I don't want to watch crown jewel because I don't want to support politically what's going on here this year it's like you've made it really easy for me to not bother right that's another thing that has made me check out is my is the fact that i want to ignore crown jewel and instead they're spending the entire month doing shows promoting crown jewel right i'm not watching crown jewel so stop promoting your murder squads uh Go. I, <laughs> uh, maybe they can they can tour Saudi. Maybe that's their their end goal. They'll just leave the United States and tour around Saudi Arabia. That's been what I've been thinking for the last couple of weeks. Is that apparently if you are not Saudi money or Fox money, they don't. Vince McMahon doesn't give a fuck. No. Yeah. Well, they're at the point where, I, gosh, I, I don't recall who reported it, but like they're making so much money from the Saudi Arabia deal and the Fox deal that like they don't have to sell tickets. Right. To right. Right. They can, like, they can tarp off the entire upper bowl, right. and it does not matter. It doesn't matter. You're going to buy NWA and work out of that little studio. Oh <laughs> Boy, I look like I care. I don't. Exactly. Yeah. He doesn't care. And, and and it's also very prevalent this week was the release of WWE 2K20. Oh. And, mm. like, within 24 hours of the game being released, people are sharing on Xbox and on PlayStation all these fucking glitches that are in the game Ah. that even ahead of time, we talked on last week's Nerd Radio with uh, Nate Bender from Checkpoint XP, and he wrote an article about, like, all the, how bad the facial... Uh, scanning looks in this particular game. Ah. Uh, it looks like uh, PlayStation 2 era graphics. Ooh. And it's just, it sounds like a fucking horror show. And they, they've never gotten that damn thing right. You'd think after all these years, they'd nail one. Yeah, it feels it feels like every five years, somewhere within five years, there's usually one that's like, this one's acceptable. This, mm-hmm. one's, <laughs> this one I can play, at least. But then, you know, you get like two or three that it's like, what the fuck happened here? How does this look worse than the year before? Yeah, like that used to always be like part of my Christmas gift to my husband was getting him 
the latest 2K game. Right. And like after like a couple of years where it just was piss poor right. every single time, he's like, no, no, I changed my mind. I don't want this crap anymore. And that'll be another way that you would imagine going forward. Eventually, uh, AEW tries to, you know, vary up what's going on. Is like eventually they got to get a video game deal, right? right? Oh, yeah, yeah. What was it? Was it last year, the year before that the Fire Pro Wrestling had like all the New Japan guys? Like you could get Kenny Omega in yeah. there and Minoru Suzuki and like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Speaking of New Japan USA. Yes. <laughs> if there's one other thing that Erica is a huge fan of, it is New Japan Pro Wrestling, well, that, and now they're gonna have a USA. Mind blowing because like no one saw it coming. They're just they just kind of stealthily came in and just said, uh, "Okay, this is happening now." Uh, meanwhile, like there was rumors that uh, WWE was going to launch an NXT brand over in, in Japan, in Japan mm-hmm. and then that just kind of didn't happen. And then New Japan just went. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna we're just gonna do this now. Kabowie! That's what new, that's New Japan right there. <laughs> kind of. Or like as soon as as soon as they let the news die down, they're like, oh, you tried to buy a couple of Japan things and it didn't happen. Well, guess what? We're coming to your, your shores. And I don't know if it's gonna work uh, or if it's if it's uh, an accurate map. But have you? I've seen the map of the regions, and Detroit was included in the regions. We, they, we were in a circle. I'm like, yes. Were, yeah, we were in a circle. Sweet. They'd broken down into uh, different areas where there's, and it says how how many cities are in that perimeter that right. they're going to try to hit and uh it, it definitely appears as though detroit is on that list so that's great news at the very least like a chunk of michigan is on the list i'm like i'll drive it's right. cool. i'll do it but that's another thing is that uh, if anybody else really kind of got hit by aew uh talent leaving it would be new japan like ring of honor just got decimated yeah. but new japan still has some stars oh totally. but it's the kind of thing of like who are you going to bring over here right it may be sort of an expanded dojo system where we see young boys working here some that would normally trade with AAA mm-hmm. or other uh, mexican promotions now maybe will be working that circuit which i'm all for I, I i'm even if it is sort of their minor league i the idea of a real mix of american style strong style and um and um Mexican style luchador wrestling right. is, is intriguing to me. I, I want to see that. And I think one of the strengths that they have had, you know, there have been definitely misfires from New Japan over the years and um, f- several shakeups of who the ownership group, right? right. Uh, but the one thing they seem to have gotten right up to this point was maintaining working relationships with other promotions. So now, whether that remains Ring of Honor or switches to somebody else. I think there's a lot of um, possible intrigue in that regard. You may not have to watch all of the promotions. You may be able to see some of these guys cross over into your favorite promotion. Yeah. Well, and, oh, no, go no, ahead. Oh no, because no, I'm you know they have the the partnership with Ring of Honor. Now that they have their own you know set up here, it's like, do they really need to have anything with Ring of Honor anymore? Because there's there's going to be different talent in the U.S. promotion. You know, compared to obviously back in Tokyo, so I, I business wise, I'm like it's fascinating. I have no idea what they're going to do. Yeah, and that'll be interesting in the next couple of years going forward too to see who plays as as they you know draw these lines in the sand between the different promotions. Like who's gonna play well with each other, mm-hmm. and who's gonna you know decide for whatever reason it's like no one from this camp is allowed to talk to anybody over in that right. camp. Right. Yeah. Once the politics starts coming in, it'll be fun, and also. What are the ratings that are required to maintain a presence in the United States? You know, we've seen sure. we've seen AEW uh, NXT as well, but 
AEW. Everybody got a big bounce there at the beginning of these Wednesday Night Wars, mm-hmm. and now they've been dripping down, dripping down. Where do they level out, and at what point is it, uh, you know, do, they, do the numbers get so small that even AEW doesn't have a chance? Well, then all this other news is almost irrelevant. I mean, NWA right. presumably can keep doing their thing on the internet. Into the fire! <laughs> but, uh, but you know, uh, every every business has some sort of financial plan in place, and so will will the fan bases remain in play? I think you know it'll it'll bounce around some, it'll shake shake around some. I don't think that I'm done with WWE forever, but I'm certainly not interested between now and October 31st. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not as though October 31st alone is keeping me away. I'm not interested in what they're doing right now. And if yeah. they decide not to change it, maybe they're going to try to cultivate a whole new fan base. It, yeah, have fun. <laughs> it feels like they're going to have to shake up the storylines to a degree. They're, you're you're going to have to see stuff like, okay, none of us were happy with Hell in a Cell. We weren't happy with the booking going into it. We weren't happy with the ending of Hell in a Cell. We weren't happy, but they're going to have to do some stuff we did not see coming that we're happy with. Yeah. And they're going to have to do it kind of consistently in a forum where we can see it on Twitter or Facebook, where you can see a video or YouTube and be like, oh shit, they did that. All right, maybe Survivor Series might be worth seeing. Yeah, they're going to fall victim to the echo chamber, right? Like, we are all sort of on the same wavelength, and it's easy for us to fall. Like, everyone hated Roman Reigns, now everyone hates South Rollins. Well, that, that right. echo chamber really helps to keep that thing going, right? And uh, right now, the echo uh, the echo chamber that I'm in is, I want to hear a bunch of people saying, you have to see this. Right. Because... Mm-hmm. Because WWE told me week after week I have to see this, and I've been disappointed over and over and over again. So much to the so that I really think that uh, Vince McMahon was like the Badger at the end. You know, the, sure. the rumors were that he was laughing at people chanting for "We want refunds." It's like, yeah. okay, well, you're definitely not going to get my money. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm definitely not giving you a if single you... penny. I mean, I'm glad that Fox is 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 going to is contractually obligated, and the Saudi Arabia is contractually obligated to give you t- stacks of money. I am not. Yeah. So you know, um... it was a stupid idea for bad creative, <laughs> and all that's gone. Man, thank you, Chris Jericho, for that. That was a great moment. <laughs> that was, and and we discussed it last week. Like that was, that felt like the moment where you realized that they essentially went, Chris. We know you know how to do this. You've got five to seven minutes. Go. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just what he did. It. Uh, it it's just. It's just. Once again, you said it before. It's just nice to have a legitimate competition now. Right. And I, you know, I thought like, you know, if we. If, if the competition's there, like, WWE's are going to have to do something different, right? Y- you would and, imagine. And, like, for now, I'm like, what just, what, what are they doing? Don't talk to me, I'm on my popcorn break. That's what's going on right now. I loved all the aesthetic changes they made with the screens and oh, yeah. the yeah. return of the pyro and everything. But as long as you have the same bad creative, that, it doesn't that, matter. That crazy raw uh, stage that's got the curve on it. Like the week one, what is it? Natalia got thrown into the curve and just slid down it it's like a slide. Like, it's like it's at there, there's a half pipe on the stage. <laughs> there is. Man, Darby Allen would be so oh. pumped to be on that half pipe. I like turtles. And just, just skating it up, man. How cool would that be? I. But he wouldn't be able to do half the shit he can do now. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, but like you know, you people say bad creative, bad creative. Vince McMahon. Like, yeah. Like they have people with great ideas, but he just no, I don't like it. Yeah, no, like, I don't get it's it. On popcorn break. <laughs> yes, yes. Don't talk to me. I'm on my popcorn break. Do I look break. like I care? 
I don't. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. So know. what do you all think of the pain maker uh, when he goes into makeup mode? Oh, yeah. I can't believe he brought that over to AEW. I couldn't either. There's a rear view mirror. That's where you can put on your makeup. I, I, it's, it's, it's so, I saw a kayfabe news article just tonight that said Chris Jericho finally turns completely into Vince Neil. Oh, <laughs> that was pretty good. That is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, in the same way that uh, in last week's episode, John Moxley in the New Japan shorts yeah. was like, "What?" I yeah, but John Moxley in fighter shorts is greater than John Moxley in jeans, in my opinion. Well, plus, I like the fighter shorts. They're yeah. more comfortable, and he said that he's just like I've I had to wrestle in jeans for years. <laughs> yeah, it's like of course I'm happy to do like these hot pants. I can move. <laughs> He just needs Shooter with him. He's a bring uh, Shooter from Where's Japan. Shooter going for his excursion? It's I, somewhere I, I in the UK. Know. I do not I know. I can't recall where he's going, but it was one of those things where you're like, oh, Shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Best of luck. I can't wait to see what you become. Oh, yeah. He's a made man. He's, oh, totally. He's, yeah. He's legendary, which is, uh, he got a great rub. Oh. Probably doesn't even realize it. N- you're right. Not, like, I mean, because, like, Americans, like, because that, that's, oh, gosh, I forgot. I think it was... On New Japan's site, where like he, he like did like a, an open letter to the fans as he was going out, out on excursion, and everything in the comments, can't wait to see you back, shooter, shooter, shooter. <laughs> no one called him Shota. No. Everyone <laughs> said shooter. I'm like, yes. It's Mitch the Plant all over again. Yeah. <laughs> Except better, and it's a human. <laughs> so Mr. Bean does not like. Uh, he does not like um, the Hangman. I don't. Why? He does nothing for me. He is the Baron Corbin of AEW. Okay. No, you can't say that because at least Hangman Adam Page is good looking. (laughs) To some people, Baron Corbin is good looking too. No, that's Vince McMahon says that. (laughs) You shut your mouth. It's the best. No, he just, there's something about, he just seems bland to me. I mean, compared to everyone else. I, I can see. Like, it's cool that a guy his size, Sean brought up, Shawnee brought up last week, it's cool a guy his size can still do some of the high-flying stuff, but, like, everybody does the high-flying stuff, so I, I'm not impressed. You're not freaking Keith Lee, so, nah, that's true. you know, when Who Keith is? Lee does something, then I'm nobody. Jesus yeah. Christ. No, that's, boy, that most bitter thing is that they grabbed up the bro and Keith Lee at the end of the, uh, you know, just before this all came up. I would right. love to have them in AEW. That oh. would have been great. Uh, well, you know, who, you know what I miss when Adam Page, like, and this is going to sound awful. I love, like, Riccoboni really put uh, Adam Page over when he would, you know, do commentary on any of his matches in Ring of Honor. Okay. Like, I I, I love Ian Riccoboni probably more than most people because <laughs> he'll drop, like, pop culture references that, like, don't make much sense but i'm like i get it i know what you're talking about like when he would do the the shooting star press over or uh, off the uh off the um the apron he would always say oh don't you know adam page is a a shooting star oh for goodness sakes oh there's a clip damn it there's a clip of like ian riccoboni and uh is it this clip it's Riccoboni and Cornette. I think they were calling some sort of NWA thing. And Riccoboni's dropping like reference after reference after reference of just random things. And, and like Cornette knows what's up. And eventually Cornette says like something along the lines of like, 
Well, if you don't stop that, I'm going to start quoting Eagle songs. And then Rick and Bonnie, without <laughs> missing a beat, goes, hey, take it easy. <laughs> I lost my shit. <laughs> like, oh, Rick and Bonnie. So, like, I, yeah, as awful as, as He's it your is, Morrow. I, yes, kind I was, of. I was about to bring up, if you want to hear something heartbreaking, the last time I put NXT on in the house, uh, Amy came out of the bedroom and she's like, how do you watch this with that guy? And I'm like, I love Morrow. What are you talking him. about? I love too. Yeah, oh, she's right. not a fan. Well, he's, he's kind of over the top for her, so. I know I can definitely see that. There are times where he makes the like a a supercharged pop culture reference, and yep. I say to myself, "Forced it's, it." It's a little much for us. <laughs> <laughs> But when the crowd starts chanting "Mamma Mia," that's yeah. that's a beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Too bad we don't see it because it's on against AEW. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, you can watch it. That's the that's the other thing that's really weird to me is that you can watch NXT on the network, like, I think almost 24 hours later. Yeah. Like, what kind of deal did they strike that it's like, yeah, we're going to put our product on Wednesday nights up against the other wrestling product, but, like, people can just watch it on our network 24 hours later. Like, how did you strike that deal, but then, like, Raw and SmackDown have to be, like, almost two months behind on the network. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, you, you, they essentially just said, hey, will you just put this on so we can nick fans from the, the new guys? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's such a strange approach to things. Well, they probably sold it like, you know, look, everyone's high on this brand. You know, there's going to be a, there's going to be a war. Yeah. We're putting our stuff up against these new people. Ew. Right. Come on. Everyone loves us. They're not going to like those guys. It's blown up in their face because like... AEW has, yeah, like the the ratings have gone down a smidge. They've still maintained a million viewers. NXT has taken a significant hit. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. So. Much greater. And and man, the SmackDown on Fox is getting hammered. Oh, They're yeah. going to be on yeah. Fox Sports seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> like not too long yeah, from now. You I know, think there's Fo- something they're on Fox there. Sports one this week because of uh, what is it the NBA Finals? Oh uh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, no, I think it's World Series. World okay, Series yeah, that's it. The that was yeah. it. The World Series, but they had, they made sure last week. They even ended the show. I think like three minutes early to let you know. They're going to be on Fox Sports 1 next week. The ratings are going to be like 74,000 people. <laughs> I don't even know who gets Fox Sports 1. I don't watch Fox Sports 1. Right. I'm sure it's on my television, but I'm not going to look for it. Yeah. Oh, God, I didn't even think about that. Right. Oh, it's going to be bad. That, that That's where I think Impact Wrestling kind of uh, fell backwards into something good is they got on AXS, which mm-hmm. is the same station you get to watch New Japan right. on. So, like... It's already kind of on wrestling fans' radar. Yeah, I was watching over the weekend. There's a woman's promotion. Um, I don't remember which one it was. It was out of a uh, out of a small joint, I think, uh, that has a couple promotions in. Um, pretty sure it's in Texas. Okay, but uh, it was pretty good. I didn't recognize any. By the time I turned it on, it was a it was a fatal four way match. I didn't recognize any of the competitors, but sure. it was enjoyable and it led into. New Japan. So now they're splitting time between uh, aging and deceased rock stars and professional wrestling at a, <laughs> right. at a more even rate than before. That's yeah, it's a for sure. very weird network. It is. Because like <laughs> you'll find, like I'll get roped into like, well, crap. Here's a Motorhead performance from, <laughs> yes. from 2012. Okay. Yeah. Was, all right. I'm not doing anything for two hours. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I guess I'll watch this, and then it's like, here's something from Bruce Springsteen from '82. I'm like, you bait okay. the hook, you throw it out, and then you reel <laughs> That's me what in. They're doing. Real yeah. Slow. <laughs> and then, then the other parts of their uh, their lineup is yeah, just random. Not even random, but like 
uh, just different wrestling promotions. So, yeah, now that makes three. I think, That's crazy. I think the two tickets to Paradise show is going to take a hit. <laughs> oh, you think? You think, <laughs> you think any money's uh, uh, reality show, real money, yeah. is going to take it? He's he's very dead. <laughs> well, his family's still alive and right, they're all they very still talented. Got, they still want paychecks. Yeah, they're, they're touring around like the Partridge family, so... Uh, no money maybe, family. Maybe be a hologram. Uh, could you bring don't. in someone to play Eddie, a convincing Eddie Money? I, I don't know. Maybe you, a little younger, more charismatic. I, I mean, you can you can find a bloated white guy anywhere. Do not let <laughs> Vince McMahon know there is a money family. He'll be like, I'm the money fam. We're the goddamn money family. No, it's their it's their, their name. actual name. Their name is money. No, my well, I'm gonna change my name to Money. I'll fucking show you guys. I got a whole network. Nine ninety nine subscribers. We're gonna make a new show. I don't know, man. <laughs> I just uh, can I, you I, hit I, the uh, muted trumpet drop after that? Yeah, no, I don't have one. <laughs> it's not here. The sad trombone. You, you haven't given it to me yet. The embarrassing slide whistle. <laughs> <laughs> right, make a list of drops we need. <laughs> For bad, bad jokes. I have a feeling that after this week, people are not going to be in favor of the drops. No, not at all. <laughs> Which is unfortunate because, you know, uh, does it look like I care? <laughs> well, not, you don't. No, and, and I'm sorry. You put... Chuck Bean in charge of the drops, which is the worst why is, decision. What? No, 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 no. Because, and you can't even argue with me on this one, when you like a joke, you will take it and just drive it into the ground. Do I look like I care? Exactly. <laughs> I don't. Exactly. And you just, you just beat the dead horse look. so long where it, it like it does loop dead back. Horse drop. It, it it loops back around again, but then it somehow gets more offensive. It's just like this a stupid idea from bad creative and all that's gone. <laughs> so we'd like to thank Erica for being on the show. She had to leave early. <laughs> I'm like, and this was the last time I appeared on the show. No, not at all. Because oh, I'm sorry. Did the truth hurt you? Not at all. I really thought it was the safer decision. <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's absolutely true erica where can people find you online uh where can't they find me online uh you can find me on twitter and instagram both handles are at erica e-r-i-c-a underscore banas b-a-n-a-s like bananas but it isn't <laughs> we don't have a drop for that we don't not at all so before we go what are you looking forward to in the coming weeks from AEW. Uh, at first, I'm like in life. I'm like, well, um, like Halloween's coming up. I don't know about this yeah. one. Um, I mean, it's just seeing where they go because I feel like week after week, and going back to what I said about NXT, they've just done shows. It's just been like this is this is our program. We are we. This is a wrestling program that lasts two hours. It's not like they're overtly trying to you know. Tell stories, Tell the long story. stories. Yeah, yeah, long story. Like, but I mean, obviously they're building to full gear, which is happening next month, and I feel like they're there's kind of gradually doing that, and I think that's great. But you know, they're not once again they're not doing the NXT thing where it's like there's crazy, you know, you know, booking every single week. It's like no, sometimes you you, you get just like a solid match, and then there's like a big match, and then then you're done. Yeah, and that's kind of smart. 
it was also smart to have that kid play the, that that the cosplay kid who is Orange oh, Cassidy. Yeah, the Orange Cassidy kid. Tangerine. Because you get Cassidy. To, you get to go longer and longer before finally busting out Orange Cassidy. So the, those of us who are fans will be so excited yeah. that it's a guaranteed pop. It's a dangerous game though because. The people who don't like Orange Cassidy are going to hate Orange Cassidy. Absolutely. Right. It's what you like. You have to be in a room of other Orange Cassidy fans so that you see like, oh, there's something going on here. Instead of being angry, let's follow what's going on and watch how the other fans and then go, oh, that's the best game in town. Yeah, that's the best game in town. They'll use it sparingly, though. It's as as in, I'm talking about him as if he's not a human. <laughs> uh, they'll use Orange Cassidy sparingly. I mean, they, they know like they're they're not gonna have them on like every week. It's yeah, be... well, yeah, because you don't want to expose the gimmick. Yeah, so I mean, it's it'll be interesting how he still kind of plays along with best friends and. and, and Will there whatnot. be a swamp monster? We don't know. <laughs> That's a very important question. Will and... Chuck Taylor ever get to say the s word on <laughs> television? <laughs> Because James Ross got to do it. That's right. <laughs> One of our favorite opponents of Orange Cassidy in the Indies, the Super Cop, Dick Justice, yeah, has announced via his Instagram that he's stepping away for uh, to take care of problems that he has in his personal life. Mm-hmm. Nothing but respect. Get better, Super Cop Dick Justice. Absolutely. I think he gave about. 800 fans, followers <laughs> on Instagram. I'm one of them. It's a fun, Love you, sir. It's a fun gimmick. <laughs> oh, it's a great gimmick. I was very gimmick. happy you introduced me to uh, Supercock <laughs> Dick Justice. I hope he's back soon. Yeah, for sure. All right, Shawnee, what about us? Where are they finding us online? Uh, they can find us uh, at uh, the One Fall Show Facebook group. Yep. Um, they can find me at Shawnee.Constant on Instagram. Absolutely. Uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, C-H-Z-U-C-K-B-E-A-N, Chizuckbean. And that's pretty much going to do it for this week's One Fall Show. Thanks for coming on, Erica. Thanks for having me as talking always. A, talking about some wrestling with us. Yay. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Take us out, Shawnee. Have fun, everybody. Be safe. Don't fall in the hole. Fuck you, Bobby. I hope you're listening hole in the floor you don't have to worry about falling in it it's no longer it's all covered up now that's good but it's really only within the last month that it was made difficult to fall in the hole yeah there (laughs) there at least once or twice i took a very dangerous step and was like whoa